Welcome to Me and the Geek. I'm me, Joel Sharpton. You can follow me on Twitter at The Rogues Life. And this is a weekly geekly conversation with a different geek for a peek into their geeky world. We talk to all sorts of people here. We've talked to lighting designers. We've talked to preachers. We've talked to knitters and everything in between. We talk a lot about comic books and movies and stuff like that. But today we're going to be talking about live theater and live performance uh, and especially how it's being translated to TV for a really cool show on True TV. You can check your local listings, but the uh, second season of The Fake Off premiered last night, and you can tune in every Wednesday, 10 o'clock, 9 central, for a really interesting and original theatrical performance. It combines a lot of different elements, bringing uh, different performing... Tune into Hair Car's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life, and join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by HeyCar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to heycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes. Groups from all over, not only the world, but all over the spectrum as far as the different mediums of art that they bring to this show. Uh, My entry to the show was a buddy named Jake Gwynn. That name may sound a little familiar. We talked to his father once upon a time on this show, Mark Gwynn, for the creation of Shadow, an episode all about lighting design. Uh, Mark was a theater professor of mine, and Jake Gwynn, a longtime friend, and as a matter of fact, he's the the godfather of my uh, youngest daughter. So uh, he is literally family. We were glad to have him on for this episode, and we're excited to see where this show goes. Now, when it was recorded, I had not seen the premiere episode, so we're not going to spoil anything for the show for you. But again, the first episode already out there as of last night, and you can tune in every Wednesday night to see how far Jake and On The Fly Productions goes. Uh, Right now, let's get straight into it and find out more about Jake, On The Fly, and The Fake Off on True TV. It's me and the geek. This week, our geek is my, literally, the godfather of my children. I mean, this man (laughs) is family. Jake Gwynn, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing most awesome, my man. I'm so glad you could take some time out to to join us. You know, I mean, you're you're a big famous TV star now. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know about that, man, uh, but I, I'm absolutely stoked to be chilling here with you, man. It's kind of right up my alley. Well, it's really exciting. I, so I, I mentioned in the intro, but uh, the uh, show is called Fake Off. It's season two. It's on True TV. And if you're listening to this, then if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, this show premiered last night. So you've already missed one episode, but you got time. you got time, folks, to get in and uh, root for our boy, Jake Gwynn, and his group, on the fly productions. Now we're going to talk about that uh, group. We're going to talk about uh, the fake off specifically, but first let's find out how you became a circus freak, sir. (laughs) Circus freak is a word, man, you know? Uh, And I actually really just recently got into circus training pretty heavily here. Um, But, you know, I, I, I grew up in an arts family. My father was a performer and a lighting designer and a director. And so I had a really awesome opportunity there with him to get a lot of training and a lot of really awesome opportunities. But, you know, I came up in the outdoor drama circuit doing a lot of really fun stuff, like promoting the stories here of America. But, uh, you know, being around it as a kid, my dad was a professor of theater at uh, Louisiana Tech University, uh, which you had him on one of your earlier episodes, man. And it was like one of my favorite episodes. 
Um, but being around him, he always provided opportunities for me to just see theater and be around theater. And I kind of fell in love with it and couldn't imagine doing anything else. And so as I went to college and continued my training, I just specifically looked at like movement arts and fight direction. And that eventually led me to high action performances and like aerial arts and stunt performance and fire performance and just looking at all of the different ways that you can really excite people with really, really awesome, you know, physical performances, you know, to put it in like really, really simple terms. Um, but, you know, these days I'm working as a freelance actor fight director in the Atlanta community. I'm hopping around the country doing everything I can uh, to just kind of make a bank anywhere. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of in a nutshell where I'm at these days. Yeah. So let's let's back up and, and unpack a couple of things there. You you said I came up in the outdoor drama community, and and I could say the same thing. I I yeah. I, I started uh, in professional theater. Really, my only experience in professional theater and outdoor drama in Southern Ohio. Great time at Blue Jacket. You were there at the same time. The difference, of course, uh, was you were. A minor, sir. I was a kid, kid, man. <laughs> you so so. Let's go. Let's go back to there. You uh, joined the Society of American Fight, uh, the SAFD, the Society Society of American Fight Directors. Did, did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. I've been out. Of, I've been out of the business for a while here. The SAFD, <laughs> and and what and what the the goal of that organization is is to make sure that not only is stage combat done at a very high level, so that we have exciting and and imaginative and new and innovative fights in our live theater to continue to push that art form forward, but also that it's done in a safe manner. That's the most important part, and so that we've got people at every level of theater that are equipped and trained to train others to be able to enact these fights. These exciting moments of theater that we want to see played out, but to do it safely so that nobody ends up in the hospital. Cause God knows none of us are getting paid enough to do that. Ain't right? that the truth, man. <laughs> okay. So you join, you join this organization and you become, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you become the youngest recognized actor combatant. And what that means is you were uh, approved uh, by the uh, society as, as competent in three different weapon styles mm -hmm. of staged combat. And that was at age 12. Yeah, man. 12. This is when this kid started. All right. Now this is a young man today. All right. But he's a grown man now. Finally, this man's been slinging. <laughs> that, he's baby. been slinging swords since he was a baby. So, so you started uh, all the way back there at twelve, and you had a lot of opportunities both in professional theater and collegiate theater, even before you made it to the to the college level. And you could have gone a different path. Did you ever? Did you ever seriously consider doing something other than the arts? Oh, absolutely, man. You know, I I saw this movie. Thank you for smoking. Uh, when I was in high school, and I. I really enjoyed the idea of being a lobbyist. I mean, not necessarily for like smoking companies or tobacco companies or anything like that. But uh, I think um, I think what drives me to do theater um, is the same thing that m could have possibly even taken me away from it. And uh, like my big drive in the arts industry is to give back to the community and find a way to connect with people and provide some social justice in a way, you know? And so when I was thinking about not doing theater and thinking about trying to find a career, you know, outside of this whole thing, I was really honestly thinking about politics and like some kind of like social service. 
Um, and so I, I was really interested and still am really interested in nonprofit organizations here in Atlanta. Um, I work with a couple nonprofits just doing like temp work whenever I'm not working, uh, in the arts. Um, and so I do a little bit of work with the Atlanta bike coalition, which is really cool. I just started work with this company called, um, the Atlanta Homestead Commission, which is a really, really groovy organization. It's all about organic farming in an urban environment. And being able to work with those types of organizations is ultimately kind of, you know, what drives me to do the thing, you know, which drives me to go out and work with people, you know. And I mean, the arts are just a way to do that in this really uh, ephemeral and connected kind of way. It all comes back to the basic issue of trying to give back to the world, you know, like we're provided so much whenever we get here, you know, we're given a family. Most of us are given a family, we're given a planet to live on, and we're given an, a life to live. And being able to use that and give back in a way that you feel strongly about is kind of where I'm at, you know. And so I'm trying to figure out how to do that. And when I wasn't trying to do that this way, I really seriously thought about being a lobbyist for like green earth policies um, is what really, really I thought about for a long time, you know. Uh, in my head, I just had a vision of of Jake Gwynn, the young senator. Uh, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> seriously, man, like you. Hey, and look, you got lots of time. I see a, uh, I see a, I, I listened to all of that the spiel you just gave me, sir, and I see a political future for you. So uh, don't don't put that on the shelf necessarily. Just uh, just save it for its proper time. Gwynn twenty twenty five, baby, vote for me. That's right. There you go. You got you got uh, swords to sling first. Though. So let's <laughs> let's talk about on the fly productions. You you you. You credited yourself earlier in the show as a freelance actor, director, fight combatant, etc. You know, you do a little bit of everything. Try to. Uh, how did you end up with this group, On the Fly Productions? How did you How did you connect with them for the first time? Oh, dig it, man! Well, uh, On the Fly Productions is headed up by uh, these two people, Jason Wicker and Jennifer Reagan. Uh, and Jason Wicker is a dude that I knew from back in the day. He used to be a flying director for the largest flying company in the world, I think. I mean, I would need to check my numbers. They're definitely the largest flying company here in America, um, but I, I think they're the largest flying company in the world. And that company is ZFX Flying FX. And 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 for the for the non-initiated, when you say flying company, you're talking about anytime you see a live production anywhere where someone is floating or flying Peter Pan or uh, Superman or anything like that. If you've got a person that's hanging from something, this is probably the company that was behind it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, they really kind of innovated the way that we were flying here in America, and so they're the dudes. And so Jason Wicker was one of their main flying directors back in the day, um, and a couple of years ago, he broke from ZFX and started doing his own thing, uh, working as a freelance flying director and developing his own aesthetic of things. And he hooked up with this woman named Jennifer Reagan, and together they formed the company called On the Fly Productions, and they are a athletic aerial organization that prides itself on being able to provide original work to its clients. And so what they do is they'll get hired out uh, by a corporation for an event, and they will develop a show based on whatever the theme of that corporate event is. Um, like we just got done doing an event for Chick-fil-A prior to doing Fake Off, um, where uh, I was this really fun poi spinner. Um, I did this really awesome, fun little light show for these guys, and then we did this 
big dance that they've done before um, called the Mothman Dance. Uh, these guys were actually on America's Got Talent last year uh, and did really, really well, surprisingly. Not surprisingly, of course they did well, you know. Um, but uh, we broke that back out and managed to put on a really, really awesome show, man. Um, yeah, it was groovy. The really awesome thing about On The Fly Productions is that they're really innovating the way that we're flying. Um, we Fake Off gave us an opportunity to take another look at the way that our systems were set up and the way that we were flying. And so we generated some completely new ways of moving people through the air that you've never even seen before. And some things that we didn't even get to do on the show and that we're just waiting to break out on our next project. It's, it's things that you, you wouldn't even think of, but when you see it, it taps into something into your imagination that you immediately connect with. It's maybe like one of the coolest things ever. So if, uh, if you're listening to this show and you have not heard of uh, the fake off before, and I had not, I had not heard of the show. I do have true TV. I've seen a few of the other shows on there. I watch uh, impractical jokers from time to time and, yeah. and others. Uh, but I, I had not heard of this show. I didn't even know that something like this was on TV. If you are like me before I found out that you were going to be on it, explain to the folks what this show is. Dude, uh, Fake Off is probably like one of the most important shows for me as like a theater artist that's on TV today. What's really, really groovy about it is it's really injecting a lot of new energy into the whole theatrical community. So what it is is it's 10 teams, 10 performance troops are brought together and each week they're given a different theme to develop a 90 second performance about and so after the first two rounds it goes into single elimination until there are four teams left in finals competing for a grand prize of a hundred thousand dollars it's fully funded and it's freaking awesome yo like anything and everything that you would want it's a forum for doing all of the performances and all of the things that you ever wanted to do uh they basically say here, here is the forum for you to do the thing. You know, uh, you're given the theme. Like, if you check out the first episode of Fake Off, um, if you saw it last night, uh, you'll know that we did kung fu movies. Um, and like, that was a friggin' dream for me, yo. Like, I grew up watching kung fu movies, like Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin, Drunken Master. Like, that was my jam, yo. And so, it was an opportunity to like live some childhood awesomeness on stage, you know, and. Ah, it was just righteous. So these people have really taken uh, all of this awesome underground performances that are happening around the country and are putting it on a national stage. Fake Off, hands down, is the coolest thing that's happening on TV right now, you know? Um, it sounds amazing. And uh, now I am we're talking about this about a week or so ahead of the premiere. So I have not seen the premiere episode yet. Uh, I will have by the time this episode airs. If you're listening to this right after it goes out into the feed, uh, then you have likely missed the first episode. You could probably catch it on uh, lots of different online uh, networks and uh, different streaming services or through iTunes. You can, of course, uh, watch next week, Wednesday nights, 10, 9 Central. It's Fake Off on True TV. Check your local listings uh, for more information. Um, but we've also, we're going to have links for the uh, preview trailers and the show notes to this. We're going to have links to directly to the True TV uh, 
page about uh, Fake Off. And we're also going to have some links for On The Fly on Facebook. You can uh, like them on Facebook and follow them uh, not only through this season, but in other productions uh, and performances that they're going to have all around the country. Um, go ahead and give us a little preview, uh, Jake. I know you can't give away a lot about what's coming up on the show, and we wouldn't want you to. We want to be surprised. But tell us maybe a couple of the different themes that you're particularly excited are going to get covered later this season. Oh, absolutely. I could totally tell you. So the first thing that we broke out with was Kung Fu movies, and that was like honestly one of my favorites. And then uh, we follow up that one um, with Great American Cities. Um, and we uh, did a performance on Las Vegas, uh, and that was really, really rocking. And aside from us, the other teams in the competition are absolutely amazing. You know, like definitely check out the other people. Like Academy of Villains has my heart and soul. They're a freaking amazing hip hop crew out of LA. Cube Metrics is another hip hop parkour crew based in the California area, California state, you know. Um, just being able to see all of these people who have such an amazing cult following in their own locations performing at this kind of level and performing and getting this kind of exposure, you know, is really what's kind of cool. Um, there was this team, there's this team out of Philadelphia called Junk, um, which uh, goes out to uh, these junkyards and salvages old equipment and repurposes it into aerial apparatus so that they can perform aerial numbers on these new original apparatus that they build themselves like anything and everything that you could think of happening totally happens. Like it's just really, really cool stuff, you know? And that's really why you got to tune in because you never know what you're going to see. So not only is it uh, different thematic uh, performances from week to week, but from each performance to the other, you're going to have completely different styles, approaches, even uh, different mediums of art uh, that that theme is sort of filtered through. Absolutely, man. Each team has its own voice. You know, our voice was flight. Um, we we took our stories into the air and tried to provide new and exciting ways to do things in the air and each other team had its own specific voice and its performance and watching each team try to craft a performance around its own themes internally was just amazing to get to see, you know? So you said there's a hundred thousand dollars on the line at the end of this uh, series. Yeah, baby. All right, man. That's that's big moolah, man. Especially for uh, for a young starving artist such as yourself. Man, ain't um, that the truth? Let's how long is the season? When when will we be able to see who is a crown champion at the end of the thing? Uh, so there are, you know, I don't actually know how many episodes there are, man. Uh, I, I probably should have been better prepared with that kind of an answer. Uh, <laughs> no, that's all right. Uh, all you got to do is uh, watch TrueTV.com or follow them on Facebook, and I'm sure they will keep you alerted as to uh, not missing the finale. But you just got to tune in every Wednesday night until you see uh, Jake or whoever else uh, happens to be magical enough to beat out uh, him and On The Fly Productions uh, to win this year's Fake Off. It's the second season of Fake Off on True TV. Again, it's Wednesday nights, 10, 9 central, uh, and you can check your local listings. The premiere was May 6th, and it's every Wednesday night uh, until they finish it. Right, Jake? That's how long it takes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, man. It's done when it's done, yo. All right, so after uh, Fake Off, what is next for the uh, traveling troubadour that is Jake Gwynn? <laughs> well, I actually go uh, into my summer travels, man. You know, coming up in outdoor drama, I had a deep and desperate love for it. And so now I, found my, I find myself as the resident fight director 
at Unto These Hills Outdoor Drama on the Cherokee Reservation in Cherokee, North Carolina. Um, and then this summer, man, I'm doing my teacher certification with the Society of American Fight Directors and will be a certified teacher with the society after I complete it. Um, assuming I pass, of course. Yeah. It's assuming you pass. But so, so that's, uh, how many, how many years uh, ago now is that 12 year old actor combatant? Oh man, dude, that's, it's 12 years of training at that point, man. Look at that, man. 12 years in, and uh, and here he goes. He's uh, about to try to become a CT. Uh, now, once you're a certified teacher, where where does that put you? All of a sudden, you're going to be uh, not just uh, the traveling troubadour, but now you'll be uh, like Stick from the Daredevil series. You're going to be wandering, uh, teaching people how to whoop ass? <laughs> man, if I could be like that, I would be totally fine with it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh I'm I'm really hoping to make a more concerted effort to uh, bring people into the society. Um, I've got a couple classes that I teach uh, around like this southeastern region of the United States, um, and so it, being a certified teacher gives me the opportunity to bring people into that society that gave me so much when I first started. You know, and so it's just an opportunity to really start giving back in a new and different way, which I'm really really excited about. Well, let's start right there. If somebody has listened to this or maybe they've seen some of what you've been doing on uh, the fake off or they've checked out more about on the fly productions and they're like, hey, whatever this kid is into, I need to get into, too. Um, How do you find out more about the SAFD? How do you find out more about uh, stage combat in particular? Well, check it out. Uh, You can go to SAFD.org and that's the homepage for the entire society. And that'll have all of the information that you're looking for about training opportunities here in America. Um, There are so many regional workshops for stage combat performance that if you just do a simple Google search of like stage combat training in your community, you can absolutely find something. The biggest workshop in the country is the National Stage Combat Workshop hosted at the University uh, hosted at the uh, University of North Carolina School for the Arts, and that's every summer for three weeks. It's an absolutely amazing training opportunity. I would highly suggest it if you're even remotely into any kind of performance. Um, but those are the places to check out. You can, there's a lot of exposure coming forward about the fight direction community. And so we're way more accessible than we were, um, even just a couple of years ago. So there's a lot more opportunities just to find us, you know, if you start looking. Well, and you know, if you're an actor or even, uh, in your stage management, or if you are just somebody that's like interested in breaking into YouTube videos, anyway, if you're interested in any level of performance, seriously, uh, adding stage combat to your toolbox is never a bad idea. Absolutely. Uh, so check those guys out. Uh, now, what about if they're into on the fly? I mentioned Facebook. You can find them. Uh, just search for on the fly productions, LLC. That's where you can find them there on Facebook, but, uh, you're on Twitter as well. And of course you can also go to on the fly What about you, Jake Gwynn? Where do people find you online? Uh, you can find me at my website, jakegwynnarts.com. That's got most of my stuff. Whenever uh, that magic date arrives. Uh, a new little change up on my website. So hopefully it's a little bit better, uh, more easily accessible to people. Um, but that's kind of the best way to contact me. You can also find me on Instagram at jgarts. Uh, that's where I do a lot of my auxiliary artistry. Um, that's where I'm kind of creating my circus brand uh, as it is right now. Um, but... Those are really the two best places to find me is uh, uh, my personal website and Instagram right now. 
Perfect. All right, man. Uh, we appreciate you talking to us, and uh, it's likely if uh, On the Fly Productions makes it as far as I think they're going to this season that uh, we might have you on again sometime uh, towards the end of the season. And let's hope so, dude. All right, uh, and of course we're also going to be talking to you about. I keep I'm going to keep teasing it until somebody uh, asks me more <laughs> information about it. We've got an outdoor drama series that I'm working on uh, that's going to be sort of a side project to this. And you're going to be a big part of that as well. Looking forward oh, to it. Absolutely, man. I would be absolutely stoked to do that. All right, man. You have a wonderful day, and thanks for joining us on Me and the Geek. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I can't get enough uh, hanging out with uh, Jake Gwynn. What a cool guy. What a, a cool story and what a cool show. True TV. Uh, look it up on your local listings. Find out uh, what channel it's on and how you can tune in. Make sure you set the fake off to record. It's going to be on next Wednesday night, 10 o'clock, 9 central. And you can see how far on the fly productions goes. They've got some really cool themes and some really cool performances coming up as this show continues. And we'll have Jake on again as soon as we can. He's a, a busy man, but we'll get him in there pretty soon and find out how things turn out this summer, uh, both with the show and with his CT training. If you want more info on anything that we've discussed, you got lots of links in the show notes, so you can check it out there or on our website at meandthegeekpod.com. You can email us, meandthegeek at teamprocreate.com. And the number one thing you can do to support the show is to share it with a friend or even just review us in iTunes or on Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Drop us a review, and that helps other people find us and know that you you and others like you are enjoying us week to week. Uh, we'll be back with you very, very soon. Next Thursday, as a matter of fact, we're going to have a, a great episode featuring Aaron Corney from Maker Studios. We're going to be talking about some of the differences between YouTubing and podcasting. He's uh, doing a little bit of both. So interesting uh, perspective and interesting story from him as he found his way to Maker Studios, one of the biggest names in the game as far as YouTube goes. That's next week on Me and the Geek. This week, it was Jake Gwynn, as we discussed fake off season two on true tv i'm joel sharpton at the rogues life on twitter and this has been the podcast one two three four me and the geek is a proud member of the procast network a procreate production procreate is a community of artists in film music the digital arts and fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects you can find out more at teamprocreate.com also, be sure to check out one of our other great shows, like Movie Buzzed. The Movie Buzzed podcast is exactly what it sounds like. It's a place for friends to get together, watch a good movie, and catch a good buzz. Every episode, your host, Zach, will be joined by a special guest, or five, to have some fun. Movie Buzzed is where you'll find your friends and a good buzz waiting for you. half-price sale on a choice of floors and beds for first-class free fitting carpet right for life offers in tuesday free fitting on selected carpets and vinyl with selected underlay minimum spend applies this is not just bread this is a delicious MS sliced loaf just one of our range that has been sliced from one pound 15 to 65p enriched with vitamin d and fiber it's great for packed lunches this is not just value this is MS value subject to availability excludes franchise stores